So I'd come from a house I had sold, a dream that I had pretty much spoke and sold. And by no means am I attempting to rhyme here, but this is kind of the story of travel. But going back to October, arguably September, on the cusp of getting ring, getting out of the cocoon of Fulvale Manor. Fulvale Manor was the house I sold and owned and lived in and the place I became a writer. It was a place I committed to a journey of creativity, whether it be through words, running, boxing, working out, or just a bodily meditation or rather bodily meditative growth. So from the idea of selling my house and and prior to COVID, that is, right around COVID, I was already going through what the world was experiencing and loneliness, lack of opportunity, and, not, and lacking that human touch. So I had experienced that for about nine months before COVID even happened. Fast forward, I had made the decision to travel after finishing Rigel book one of a recollection through him which is on amazon.com that is rigel a recollection through him after finishing the book i had a little bit more clarity in, in what i wanted to do in the future so what i did was began to open up my horizons and think outside the box the podcast episode before travel bud was where I recorded that episode specifically before Travel Butt, that is. And it's the creek, Johnson Creek in Southeast Portland, where I would ponder the next move, having finished Rigel, a recollection through him, which is now on Amazon. A little, I went a bit further, however, to think outside the box. I flew to LA to run. I flew to Las Vegas to speak to my real estate agent, a good friend of mine from high school and a brother of mine as well, I would consider in reference to what we've been through and experience in life, just as far as entrepreneurs and whatnot. So when I got back from Las Vegas, I'd made the decision that I'd sell the house. So within 30 days, the house was on the market and the next 30 days after that, it was had offers on a table and I accepted one and never looked back. Fast forward, I go to Puerto Rico and then I go to Egypt and then I go to Santorini, Greece and then I go to Istanbul, Turkey and then I go to Mumbai, India and from there, only because I could not get on a plane to Mumbai from Istanbul, I had to buy a one-way ticket to Phuket. So I said, fuck it, I'll go to Phuket. Thailand. I arrived at Thailand. It's a vacation town, city, district rather. And of course, if you're familiar with Patong Beach or Phuket, Patong Beach is in Phuket. There's a lot going on for tourists, for anyone, Americans. You know, you see the Thai women with their American or European boyfriends or whatever it may be, holiday boyfriends. It's very easy to get caught up in the lifestyle of 
what Thailand offers. And I'm not going to get too personal about my experience in Thailand for reasons that it was a very emotional and vulnerable time for me, considering the next stop was going to be L.A., but after that, back to Portland, where I had no plans or I had no established place to be rather than my mom's place. I don't regret not really planning where I was going to end up upon returning to the States. The only thing I told myself, especially when I was in Mumbai, India, I would visualize what the summer would look like. And by all means of my own accountability, it looks nothing like I'd visioned it when I would be meditating over the airy colony of Mumbai, India. But rather, that was the moment that I'd envisioned what summer could look like. It looks completely different. It's unplanned. I got to a point where I said, even if this doesn't happen, I would trust the bud of growth and that the visions don't necessarily have to happen. I just have to trust myself in any circumstance and that I will make the right decisions, whether it's based on my emotions, logic, or going beyond my five senses and moving toward desires. Desires that is in what may be a future that feels best in my interest, regardless of what people say, what people think. And if feelings come into the matter, then I would analyze that through transcendence. And that is for me personally, I would write about it. And of course, now I'm speaking about it, which is a different way of transcendence, but there's no feedback here. So it's just me adding to the content aspect of vehicledigest.net. I don't want to speak too much about Thailand because it's one of those places that you go and it's almost like uh, Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And with all due respect for the people I've met and hung out with in Thailand, I remember you dearly and close to my heart, you will always be. Having been to five or six countries prior to arriving to Thailand, I had no expectations of what was going to be of that place. I remember telling myself, you know, may the gods protect, angels guide, and warriors strengthen. Whoever the gods were, whoever the angels were, whoever the warriors became, I know who they are. And did we party? And I learned that something about myself that was rather deep within me in that I think the thing that I struggle with most is the reality that loneliness is of the essence of who I become. Meaning, fear. I fear the loneliness. Because a certain part of me that really cries inside when someone or some type of change is on the abrupt and maybe I don't really know what the next thing is. And that is exactly what I feel in the fear aspect. So when I, when I, when I talk about Thailand, I, I speak about a time that I extended the trip because I don't want to come back to uncertainty. I did not want to come back to what could be an emotional downfall in which it was. Some of the writings I wrote in June were around 
sticking close to the idea of who this travel bud was and that I had to become someone I had never been before, someone I never knew I would become or could be when I returned to the States because people would obviously influence me in that Terrell is back, but it's not quite Terrell who is back. It's Terrell dipped in oceans of treacherous seawaters and lonely islands and uncertain creatures who dawned upon him upon times that no one else would be able to understand except for myself and words don't quite do the justice in speaking about what it is or who it is he now sees himself as. And that in itself is what I quite feared and that who the fuck do you think you are, bud, excuse me, Terrell, or whoever the hell you've become, who do you think you are? You ain't shit. But guess what? I'd done something and was quite proud of myself looking back because they say hindsight is 2020, apparently. I think it's 2030 because that other 10% is the 110% I gave on each God blessed morning I'd woke up in a new country not knowing what was going to become of it. Travel Bud dipped me in a place that was so deep within me that it's almost addicting. It's like getting the best hit of cocaine and you want to go back to it, but that drug dealer is far across town and you don't have the gas money, let alone the cash in your account to take out to go get it. So what you hold on to is a past understanding of what may or may not be of the future. You only think it's what you want because you enjoyed it in the past. So you try to get that same hit again. And any thought of not going back to it, any thought of some change or uncertainty is depressing. And then there's a little bit of frustration when you get really close to it or some illusion of being close to it and it's taken from you. The reason why I extended the trip in Thailand is because I didn't want to face losing the bud who had traveled literally across the globe and back. I didn't know what I was going to come back to. And that is the truth. And because I knew that travel is in my blood, it's genuinely who I am. It's kind of odd to say that I do feel most comfortable in other countries than I do feel in my own hometown. I, I, I don't know what it is, but words, again, will just confuse you listening. Assuming I try to explain that. If you feel comfortable traveling, maybe you understand this on a more emotional connecting level. However, for me, it just expands the understanding of who I am and that I can't get that person anywhere else. Although that in itself is a misunderstatement because whoever I was in either country I mentioned, I can be here. But the caveat is I have to deal with the resistance or the assumption of who other people close to me think I am. Ego death. You can't put a bucket of water from the ocean in the river and expect it 
to lose its salt. It'll trickle amongst the stream of the river and maybe it'll dissolve, but that salt will always still be there, whether it evaporates into the sky, it rains right back down on land or that river itself, or maybe in a creek. But once something is exposed to its origin, it is never the same. And when it comes back to its original place, aside from origin, it's completely different here. So if you're following me, thank you. When it does return from its origin, it's not always depressed, stressed or worried. Maybe a little melancholy, expressive, but I would say it's explosive. This is Bud Talks Podcast, episode 358. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good evening, and good night.